Welcome to the Kara Michelle Show, where we break out of the matrix together and return heaven to earth. This is a place for the spiritual seekers and leaders, the dreamers and doers, the conscious creators and world changers. You can expect a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but mostly a whole lot of purpose, freedom, and sovereignty. And of course, all things quantum. May this podcast serve you in remembering the truth of who you are, all that you came here to do, and how deeply supported you are in doing it. You are incredibly powerful and your mission is protected. So it's time to dial up your frequency and recalibrate to your higher self and limitless potential. Get ready, because we're about to blast off. A new reality awaits you on the other side. I'll see you there. Hello, my beautiful soul, and welcome back. Today, we are going to be talking about guilt and shame. And even just saying those words carries such a heavy weight. And so many of us feel limited or, yeah, held down because of these emotions. And I want to share some things to hopefully help you move through, hopefully spark different ways of seeing things and ways of loving and forgiving yourself through it because I've been moving through a lot lately there's been a lot of heavy emotions coming up for (laughs) we could say a while now but this last week extra and it's got me reflecting on so many moments of my life so many times where I tried to be perfect And I just wanted to be better or be enough for whoever was around me, whoever was in my life or whatever I was um, taking action towards at that time. And of course, I couldn't be perfect. Of course, I made mistakes or did things that maybe in hindsight I would have done differently. And all of that created some guilt and shame and self-judgment. And I know I mention it often, but I'm mentioning it again. There is a vibrational scale of emotions. And when you look at that, guilt and shame are at the very bottom, which is wild to me. I remember the first time I saw that scale, like, I don't know, six or seven years ago, I was still really heavily moving through the grief of losing my brother, Derek. And the weight of that was unlike anything I've ever experienced before. And to see that guilt and shame were below that, uh, (laughs) it actually made me angry because I, I was in disbelief and I just thought there's no way anything could be more heavy and more painful than the grief that I'm feeling. And this was studied using, I don't know, whatever kind of technology to just gauge the frequency of these different emotions and how the body reacted to it we can also see this in our energy fields right and you feel the heaviness when you're around someone who's maybe in a dark place or judgmental or yeah holding a lot of shame um or grief or any kind of pain right you can feel that just like you can feel the energy when you're around someone who is lighter and happy and free and 
just able to feel more gratitude and joy, right? So I'm not going to get too much into the vibrational scale itself, but really sharing a few different key things that have been extremely eye-opening and transformative for me in helping me to navigate and release some of this guilt and shame and make peace with it because ultimately that's what's in our power and that's what's going to yeah create that freedom to move through to feel those lighter emotions more often so i guess i want to start with conditional versus unconditional love and the only reason we feel guilt or shame is because we've been taught to love conditionally we've been taught that we are only enough if we get the best grades we're only a good girl or a good boy if we pass the test or make the sports team or don't speak up when we're not spoken to or don't cause problems in the house don't be chaotic distracting too much energy you know all these limits all these conditions and what happens as a little kid growing up in these environments and not to blame parents because everyone always has the best intentions with what they know but i can guarantee that every single human being on the planet grew up with conditional love uh and so every single person on the planet has some kind of guilt or shame around feeling like they aren't matching those conditions when we look at school as well and then society at large religion all those things continue to impose more conditions on us and therefore more reasons if we don't match it perfectly we feel guilt or we feel shame we question ourselves we feel unworthy and i would say at the base of a lot of this programming is a teaching that pleasure is bad and pain is normal so i don't know about you but i knew i learned at a very young age that my happiness was too much or my excitement was too much that it was over the top that there was something wrong with like feeling ecstatic joy or pleasure or um loving life there was always the happiness was always met with some kind of condition or some kind of being dimmed down or fit into a box and what that created was a box of shame and a box of guilt for me to then question myself and feel like i had done something wrong that it was bad of me to feel so excited about this thing or to experience joy or feel pleasure in my body these things were frowned upon and so we learn unconsciously usually as a child we're not aware of it but we learn that pleasure is bad and pain is good and we feel guilt around experiencing pleasure or shame around wanting things to be easier you know how many times i know for myself uh i want money or freedom lifestyle and i believe that that's my divine birthright i believe that it's all of our divine birthright as souls in this physical existence in 3D earth at this moment in time and space that we are here 
and we are worthy of the utmost freedom and pleasure and joy and abundance. I think that that is truly the core essence of our soul is that frequency. And yet it's bad to want it. It's judged or again, it's shamed. So I've had to deal with a lot of shame around wanting more, around desiring better, around setting higher standards, as if it's a bad thing that I don't want to settle and accept pain any longer. So if you can relate or if you've ever judged yourself or felt guilty uh, and ashamed that you wanted more, that you desired more money, that you desired uh, more love, that you desired something different and better. And there was a part of you that was like, oh, it's bad to want more. I should just be grateful for what I have. You're not alone. And there's nothing wrong with being grateful. I'm still very grateful for what I have. But my issue is when we feel guilt or shame around wanting more because guilt and shame is the problem, right? That's what we want to shift. And so when I look at a recent experience coming back around to the conditional worthiness around it, I had this huge breakthrough a couple years ago because I can be very structured. (laughs) I can be very regimented with my lifestyle, partly because if I don't have that structure, I just flow off into the feminine and I'm off in a vortex somewhere. like disappearing in the quantum and I'm like I don't even know what is time where did the time go I didn't accomplish anything um what am I doing like and then I end up behind and trying to hustle to catch up right so I need structure in order to feel like I've set myself up for success and this is a beautiful balance of that masculine structure and the cup that physical cup so that the feminine essence or the water has something to be held in. Because without the cup, it just flows everywhere. Um, And if the cup is empty without the water, it's an empty vessel, right? Both are so important and both play such a huge role. And finding the balance is, is very key. And it's something I'm still personally working on, not getting too lost into one or the other. But with the conditional expectations and the guilt that arises from it I would set this structure and I would be so focused in my quantum world and in my identity shifting around the future version of me if she is doing this if she's having this kind of success if she's got this kind of lifestyle here's what her day would look like and the way my mind works is that I want to reverse engineer it to become it now because that's the fastest way that I can create it. And I've done this countless times in my life. It works like a charm. It's it's the best way that we can collapse time is by becoming it now. But I would be so fixated on the specific conditions that if I didn't match it perfectly, I not only did I feel like now I couldn't manifest or achieve or create the thing, but I would feel guilt and shame about messing up and about not being perfect. So a tangible example, because I know a lot of clients who have come to me in the past struggle with this as well, uh, is like, say 
I think, okay, my future self, she's making X number of dollars a month, working X number of hours. She's got all this free time. You know, she'd be going to yoga every single day. She'd be walking the beach. This was when I was living in Mexico. Every single day, she'd be doing this thing each day, blah, blah, blah. I had my list. Now, what happened is that say there was a day that I didn't do one of those things then I felt so much guilt, so much shame. And I felt like I had failed. And now suddenly I'm scrambling like, oh no, I've just ruined my whole manifestation. (laughs) Because if this is what she would do and I didn't do it, I'm not in alignment. And it became almost a toxic masculine hustle culture merging in where then it felt like unless I checked off that to-do list, I had failed. And failure brings shame. And on top of that, I had the mindset, I guess, at that time. Well, I had been vegan for five years, I think, four or five years. And I started to have these health issues in Mexico. And I tried a lot of different things. Nothing was really working or getting better. And there were a few days where I started to crave animal products and foods that my mind had, hadn't had wanted for years. Like I was not interested. I felt a lot of pain around eating anything from an animal. And I got to the point with my health though, where I went to some different holistic people down there and tried different things. And the consensus was like, your body is asking for this food. And I could feel it, like the the depth of my body being like, I need this right now. Because I knew it wasn't a craving. I knew it wasn't anything like that because that would be the last type of food I would crave. But it was like my body needed it. And what added to my guilt and shame and the practice of breaking this was that I had to choose between... Um, are you going to continue to have more health issues because your body is lacking something and needs this? Or are you going to honor that and realize that you're still worthy and that you're still a loving human, even if you need to eat this today? And it was the biggest, like, mind fuck, <laughs> to be honest, is the only way I can put it. Because the guilt was so extreme. And yet my health issues changed drastically after I did that. And I'm still like, I would say 99% vegan, although the vegan community doesn't like that. It's all or nothing. And I get that. Um, But there are times where my body just feels guided to certain foods. And I think it's healthier to be in intuitive eating, that's actually how I started out and what led me to being more plant-based in the first place. Um, so now I'm just coming full circle to that. But that's another story. What was interesting for me was in this moment, I remember realizing how conditional I was being to myself because I had literally created this construct in my mind that unless I checked these boxes, I wouldn't have the desire, the reality I desired. 
unless I did yoga every single day, walked the beach every day, listened to these specific, you know, affirmations or playlists or did the specific quantum healing meditation every day, unless I was vegan, unless I was drinking the best water, eating the best foods, unless I was like getting a weekly massage, (laughs) these things that I had seen as my future self, as this identity, if I wasn't checking the box on that daily, then I believed I had failed. And I believed that I needed to be ashamed about it. And then I needed to try harder to do better. And it's heartbreaking when you actually think it about it, because you realize that you are treating yourself with the same conditional love that you experienced growing up. Oh, you didn't pass that test. You didn't get an A plus. So you aren't worthy. You have to try harder. You need to study more. You need to be better than your friend who's like the smartest person in the world. (laughs) You cannot compare apples to oranges. And yet that's what we've been taught to do. And when we can't be the apple, we judge ourselves for being an orange instead of embracing that maybe I'm here to be an orange and maybe I'm fucking amazing at being an orange. <laughs> Actually, I would be the apple because they're my favorite, but you get the point. So it's like these conditions that can only lead to judgment. I think about experiences in relationships and how hard we can be on ourselves when we don't feel like we've showed up at our fullest. And this feeling like we need to be perfect, not only for ourselves, but for someone else, for a partner, for a friend, for a family member. And if we cannot be what they want us to be, now we feel shame. Now we feel like we've let them down and we haven't been enough. When in reality, that's, Firstly, not in our control, but secondly, not our life's purpose either. Our life's purpose is to just be our best self. So as I was going through this kind of existential crisis of no longer being fully vegan and a huge core group of my circle were like kind of hardcore vegans. And so I also felt the fear of like, judgment from them and how much shame and guilt I would then feel and I had to keep sitting with that and realize that this is a time to love myself unconditionally regardless and it actually helped me get closer to God in the sense that when I would do my quantum meditations when I would tune in and meditate I could see and feel how wrapped in this love I was and and it was in one of those meditations that I just felt like God isn't asking me to be perfect because perfect doesn't exist I could ask every single person I know from my entire lifetime and all the countries I've traveled to And every single one of them would probably have a different definition of perfect. Some of them would say being vegan is perfect. Some of them would say being a carnivore is perfect. Some of them would fight for something in the middle. Some of them would say that, you know, the lifestyle I desired 
was perfect and others would disagree and say it should be different in some way. And so if I'm trying to measure myself to a standard of perfection that doesn't even exist and constantly changes, I will never be free of guilt. I will never be free of shame. Ooh, and that was really profound to like sit with that and realize that and see that in that moment, even though I had spent five years not eating any animal products and kind of identifying as that. And now suddenly I was eating a little bit to realize I had the chance to love myself still and to really go like, are you going to hate yourself and judge yourself forever because of this? Because that's not healthy. Or can you make peace with it and still do your absolute best and still, you know, do your blessings and your gratitude for every meal because I was doing that no matter what I was eating, right? Be present with each moment and enjoy it and love it. And even with like the activities, if your body doesn't want to go to yoga today or you're tired and you just need to sleep in, you haven't slept for a few nights, are you going to judge yourself and shame yourself and now create a story that this is why you didn't hit a 20k month because you didn't go to yoga every single day and your future self will go to yoga every single day and now I haven't matched the condition and so now I'm not worthy and as I say this out loud and share this story, there's a part of me that feels like it's very extreme <laughs> in terms of maybe not everyone's mind works this way. Maybe not everyone, you know, creates this kind of structure as I do. But I know that every single one of us has conditions that we think we need to match first in order to have something. I know one of the best teachings from one of the money courses I took years ago was like exactly about this, about releasing the conditions of like money isn't conditional. So you could do nothing tomorrow and still manifest money. Money isn't coming to you based on how hard you work. It's just that human beings have trained ourselves to believe that and we've created a culture that reflects it, but that doesn't mean that's the only way that it can happen, right? Or like attracting love doesn't mean that you have to sacrifice something else or, you know, spend decades doing all these other things first in order to be worthy and match all these conditions. What if you could start to believe you're worthy of it now? And it's that question that actually helps us alleviate the shame and the guilt immediately because shame and guilt will tell you that you're not good enough now and that you need to do more. But self-love and unconditional love and worthiness would tell you who you are right now is perfect and who you are right now is exactly who you're meant to be actually take away the perfect because like I said, perfect doesn't exist, but who you are right now, what if you could accept 
that this is exactly who you are meant to be right now. And that as long as you're trying your best, it's beautiful. Right? I'm not condoning <laughs> being a horrible human and then saying, uh, but, but why are we horrible humans? Because we're acting from fear or pain or trauma. There's something that causes us to do that. So, you know, it comes from a place. When we heal that and remove that, we would act differently but it doesn't actually make us less worthy. It just means that we're operating from pain. And one thing I forgot to mention earlier with this too, is that we block our manifestations when we're in this place, right? We block ourselves from attracting and receiving what we desire if the guilt and shame is too heavy or if the conditions are too large. So you can bet when I had all these conditions in Mexico, I wasn't creating, I wasn't attracting. Uh, I couldn't possibly receive the things I desired because I had such a big list to fit into and I wasn't fitting into it perfectly every day. And so I'd go to bed being like, oh, well, that's why you didn't make money today because you didn't do your yoga. Or, oh, that's why this thing didn't happen, because you didn't do this, right? We create limitations when we're in these heavier emotions. And you're fighting an upward or uphill, is that what you say? Yeah, uphill battle if the conditions are too large. If you're wanting to call in something but you're expecting yourself to be this 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 and that first well now you've just made a long list of reasons to block what's meant for you you've just created all these conditions to tell you you're not worthy of having it now so of course it's not actually going to show up of course it's not actually going to come in even though god might be saying you're ready now and i'm lining it up for you I've got it right here. Why won't you let it in? So realizing that your conditions, your guilt, your shame are actually the core block of what you're trying to call in. If you believed you're already worthy now and you're already ready now and you're just trying your best and you're open to what's meant for you, boom, so many amazing, miraculous things could flow in very quickly. But if you're believing, I have to be this thing first, and I have to say this, and I have to do it this way, oh, and I just didn't, I just made a mistake, so now I've ruined the whole day, or I've ruined the week, or now it can't come in. Well, it won't, because you've created that condition for yourself, and you've added more pain and heaviness towards your self-image, and towards feeling guilt or unworthiness around receiving it. So this is why it's so important to become aware of the ways these emotions and these heavy feelings are actually blocking you and holding you back each day. And the thing that came through last night for me, and it ties in, and I'll finish this all here, kind of is what I was just joking about with the apples and oranges, in that I personally have spent my whole life playing in an arena that wasn't meant for me. I've been competing, like played 
grew up playing competitive sports on the best teams for soccer, basketball, ringette, volleyball, university scholarship for volleyball. And always that was like, you have to be the best. So much perfectionism and all the stuff with competition like that, right? And judging myself really, really harshly because I couldn't ever match my own mind's expectations. I could never be perfect. And that was an arena that wasn't actually meant for me. Um, And in business, I was competing in an inauthentic way for quite a while with like marketing styles that were not meant for me. And then feeling guilt and shame for not being perfect and not succeeding at them, feeling guilt and shame for losing myself in the process, feeling guilt and shame for not having what I thought I should have to show for the efforts, like all these things. And so last night, um, I'll try not to cry. (laughs) Yesterday we put our dog down And she's been my best friend for like 14 years. But she started to have a lot of health issues. And it didn't seem fair to keep keep her hanging on. Um, And it was a really hard decision for my mom and I. And really hard to be there and watch it happen. But in the evening before bed... I was meditating and doing my prayers and sending love to her. And so strongly her soul came through and started chatting with me. And it was like, I've only had this happen a few times with like this really profound conversation so quickly and all these visual images and like, yeah, full channel conversation with her. He actually brought like a book through, which is so cool. But one of the things that came up at the end was she said to me, and it wasn't really my dog, it was this beautiful white light essence, like almost pixie fairy vibes, just this magical light. And anyone who knows my dog, she carried the most beautiful energy ever. So it's like, it just, it was her and this energy form. And it was telling me that I've been so busy trying to belong in places I wasn't meant to. And um, even in the volleyball world, for example, I was shown a a family in our community who's like known as the volleyball family and I never even liked them they were quite rude and snobby to be honest not very kind but I put them on this pedestal and there was this part of me that thought if they liked me or if they saw me you know back in the day when I played volleyball that would mean I was good enough that would make me worthy that would check the boxes and the conditions right to allow me to not have shame to allow me to not feel uh, or judge myself or feel like I wasn't good enough. And the message my beautiful angel dog was bringing through was showing that and saying like, 
you're here right now receiving this incredible message from me and having this profound conversation with spirit. And that's something that not everyone is currently doing. And this is like a natural gift for you with your connection. And you're over there trying to be seen in a world that's not meant to be. You're not meant to be seen in. So of course you feel then you need to hustle or you need to try harder or work harder or check the boxes because you're out of alignment with your soul and you're out of alignment with your essence because your true essence and your core mission here is not to, you know, seek the approval of those people. They're, they're probably not going to approve of what you're doing because it's very different. <laughs> they're probably not going to understand it. Right. And that breakthrough coming full circle alleviated so much shame off my shoulders because I have spent my whole life knowing that I'm incredibly different, <laughs> knowing that I see the world in a way that most people don't, knowing that my gifts are not of, you know, the 3D hustle realm and the sports or the schooling that I always felt pressured to do. My gifts are quantum. <laughs> my gifts are energetic and very, very much yeah being the guide the seer the deep feeler uh with emotions and energy and so of course i will always feel guilt and shame if i'm comparing and trying to be someone i'm not but the second i can honor that this is who i am and this is me today and tomorrow it might look a little bit different and a year from now it's definitely going to look different and a year prior it looked different and maybe none of those versions of me are perfect by every single person's standards. Maybe not any of those versions of me ticked all the boxes and all the expectations or pressures I was putting on myself. But as long as those versions of me were happy and were loving and were kind and were trying their best with what they knew, can I let that be enough? Can I accept that that's okay? Can I accept that that's more than okay? And it's beautiful. And it's right where I'm meant to be. Because if I can accept that, the shame and judgment and guilt has nowhere to land. The only reason guilt and shame have a place to sit in and a place to rest is if we aren't accepting where we currently are. They only have a place to rest if we give them the power and if we agree that we're not enough. If we measure ourselves from these conditions or these standards. So my invitation to you for alleviating whatever's weighing you down is can you in this moment accept that you were always trying your best even if you weren't perfect? Mm. Can you accept in this moment 
that you're still lovable? And can you find a reason to love yourself, even if you haven't checked the boxes, even if you didn't match your parents' conditions, your friends' conditions, your teachers' conditions, your partners' conditions, your coworkers, your bosses, your coaches' conditions? Because if we take the power away from those conditions and we just remember our core essence and soul is so pure and so loving, then there's no need to feel guilt. There's no need to feel shame. There's no reason to beat yourself up for who you are. So I hope you give yourself that gift. Hmm. I hope you give yourself that gift and realize that you're worthy and that you and only you have the power to set yourself free. Because I can say this and it's all words unless you choose to gift this to yourself and say it to yourself. You know, someone else in your life can tell you, oh, you don't need to judge yourself for that. It's no big deal. But if you don't receive that, if you don't let it sink in, and if you don't believe it deeply, it doesn't even matter that they said it really, because you're still holding your guilt, you're still holding your shame, you're still holding your condition. If I kept holding my conditions about my to-do list, my lifestyle, my eating habits, (laughs) the ways I spent my time, then Of course, I would still judge myself now, and I'd still have reasons to hold that guilt and shame. But I made that conscious choice, and I'm still making that conscious choice today to go, okay, Kara, what if you can let that go, though? What if you stop giving that so much meaning over who you think you are and what you think you're worthy of? What if you... Just give yourself a big hug and look in the mirror and say, you know what? I love you, flaws and all. I love you, mistakes and all. I love you, even when you don't do your to-do list. (laughs) It comes from within. It has to come from you, from your heart, your soul, realizing that like who I am in this moment is enough. And as soon as I can accept that and love that, then poof, like a puff of smoke, that heaviness can release. And that's truly all it's here for. It's here showing you what you're still holding that isn't you. Because if it was truly you, it would feel good. It would feel natural. It wouldn't cause resistance or pain. The reason it feels painful and heavy is because it's not you. It's not the truth of who you are. And so when we feel those heavy emotions, they're reflecting, they're mirroring to us things that are ready to be released. So if you give yourself that space to do it, you're going to feel so much better. And you can go, you know what? Thank you for shining this light on the way I was basing my whole identity and self-worth around if I made this income this month. Thank you for reflecting to me that I was believing I was only kind and compassionate 
if I was vegan and otherwise I was making up other stories about myself, right? Thank you for reflecting the conditions I was imposing upon myself without even realizing it. I'm so grateful that this heavy emotion brought it to my awareness because now I can change the story and I can realize that that isn't the ultimate truth and I can let it go and make peace and continue on my merry way, being the best I can be with what I know, loving myself through all the ups and downs. And I am sending so much love your way.